Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Helping you unwind after a long day of work. Why are you rolling your eyes at me? I'm not rolling my, your, my eyes at you. The Nightcap. It makes me regret that the Flyers are so garbage early in the season. Oh, right. Anybody could be making right. noise right. Right. Yes. Let's let's lament about the Flyers when let's the Sabres were actually in a playoff Sabres spot Sabres for the entire Sabres. year. On WGR. Kyle, what is wrong I with you? I can't do this. Sports Radio 550. Welcome into the nightcap. Derek Kramer here for the second night in a row. Kyle Powell here for the second night this week. And we've got ourselves a whole roundtable. John Simon's on the board here today. Uh, rolling around, rolling this thing along, and uh, doing the updates for this one hour of the nightcap, and we've got ourselves a rotating mic here today, uh, because today's the holiday Christmas party, and uh, party? yes, it's the party, and uh, there's no party like the uh, the holiday Christmas party, and um, you know there's like 25 people outside the hallway, so a fire broke out, we couldn't get out, uh, you know things like that, fun stuff like that. Brayton Wilson is hanging out in the chair right now with. Myself, Kyle Powell, and John Simon here on the nightcap here on what's probably going to be the goofiest show of the year. Also making my second consecutive appearance on the nightcap. Yes, that is true. You were on with me last night. Look at on that. Phone it's a lot of repeat tonight, stuff. Way to, way to just be the first one. It's the first time for you this week, John. <laughs> what's the first time for me this week? I'm sorry. I was doing producer things. <laughs> with, with, he with was Joe, actually doing his job. With Joe being out shame. this week, it's been a real, yeah, it's, it's it's been been a real re- test of our load management here. Yes, it's load management. Yes, no one's taking we breaks. We no are one, not the NBA. No, the, I've been on a break since noon. <laughs> it's been it's been load management. I absolutely love the, love the term there, Kyle. And it's uh, again, this is just going to be like an off-the-rail show. If you don't like it, whatever. Um, sorry. Uh, not this sorry. Is, this is what happens usually with the... Uh, <laughs> Intercom Christmas client party is the nightcap becomes the off the rails show. Yes, and uh, I'm more than willing to help. Uh, Last take, year, I think Ryan take, Gates broke a microphone. He did. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I flipped it around on him in the next hour. Hmm. So unfortunately, we only get one hour of this madness this year. But uh, we'll yeah. try to contain ourselves. Uh, Don't worry. Okay, quick, Kyle, break him like what? Um, <laughs> but no, this is a. Uh, it's a. It's the client Christmas party here at the Intercom Studios, and we always like to try to. Uh, have as much fun with that as possible. So Brayton will rotate out. We'll get a couple of different people in here. We'll have a bunch of different people talking and uh, hanging out with us here tonight on the nightcap. So, again, I mean, I'm not going to apologize. Whatever. Sue me. I'm not. I'd... Let's go. All right. What do we start here with? Uh, Sabres do take on the Flames tonight. And um, I don't know what's wackier, guys. The fact that we might see 11-7 and seven again or Johnny Gaudreau skating with Milan Lucic. That's. There Sorry, you go. I turn on my microphone. We're already off to a great start. <laughs> that is the most craziest thing, definitely, is Johnny Gaudreau skating on a line with Derek Ryan, who's not terrible. But then you've got Milan Lucic on your left side, who's just an elephant on skates. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's great. I it's, watched him skate into the goal a couple of nights ago. Like the literally yes, just skate. I saw into that the too. Net. And then, That's, and then he's know. also out just headhunting people. I mean, he. I yeah, still can't get over the fact that he literally tried to jump. Uh, I believe it's Kyle Sherwood with the the Blue Keeper. Jackets. 
Yep. Kiefer Sherwood. Kiefer Sherwood. Kiefer Sherwood, yes. yep. There's, there's too many Sherwoods in this world. There's too, what are you talking about? It's just a stick. A lot of sticks, man. Lots of sticks. That was your bad but, joke um, of the day. Go with that. That was your bad joke of the day. Uh, but, no, I mean, poor Johnny Gaudreau. I mean, to play with a guy like Milan Lucic, whose prime has been well past him even before he signed with Edmonton, I don't think he was even that great. And, and again, Derek Ryan's not bad, but, I mean – you you could be playing with a guy like Mikhail Backlund or Elias Lindholm who are much better centering for you. I mean, maybe it's a message to Gaudreau to try and pick up his game against the Sabres tonight, but even then, uh, just, I mean, I don't know. The guy has been rumored to be on the move out of Calgary eventually. I mean, I don't know what Jeff Ward is, is thinking there, but um, maybe it's a distri- distribution of offense. I don't, I don't know, but... To think so you're not going to benefit when you're playing with a guy to, like Milan to, Lucic. What Never. Kind of, what kind of person thinks that the James Neal contract is worse than the Milan Lucic contract? Like, well, really, what what world are we living in in here? I, I really don't like to bring up past bad memories, but remember last year when the Sabres played Edmonton, Milan Lucic did score twice against the Sabres. Yeah, and uh, Calgary's already played Buffalo this year, and he did nothing because he's bad. Yeah, it's very true, but still. So, I mean... I don't know. I, I'm just. Do you think I'm really scared of Milan Lucic here? You shouldn't be, but I mean, personally, Actually, yeah, yes. you should be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> personally, yes, I would be because I'm an idiot. If and he I would was run playing in mouth. the 11 day power play and I had to play against him on a line, I wouldn't be afraid of him. I'd still go straight to the net. Okay, well, here's the problem. I would be because, unfortunately, John knows this better than anyone. I run my mouth, and uh, I get myself into situations because I'm a trash talker. I'm still going to the net. Milan Lucic can punch me all he wants. In He's going to send you care. through the net. I hope you're ready for that. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. All right. He might go with As long as we score a goal, I don't care. All right. I mean, hey, that's true. We got that done. That was fun. That was fun times. I don't know. We're off the rails. There we are. 10 Seven minutes. Ten. It's a slippery slope, you know. When you throw, first, you know, you're throwing this many people into a room together, you know, it just random things are going to be thrown all around. We're going to get off topic. We're yes. going to lose track of, of where we are. It just happens. It yeah, really does. True. But you know what? Our, our boss is, is out with, you know, schmoozing our clients right now. So it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, so Eric Chernak just scored. He should be suspended again, and he just scored for the Lightning. Did he elbow it in? Um, good one. <laughs> good one. That's, that's That would fantastic. be illegal. First but, off, uh, first off, the Tampa Bay Lightning are trash bags uh, of a team. I it really is super sad that a team with that much talent every day you watch them, it's someone else that's in the news for all the wrong reasons on that team. Yeah, it's like, hey, there was a hit from this person. Even uh, the studs are yeah. like table topping Vladimir Sabotka in Sweden, and it's and, just like, all right, you know, or, you're or the last year, or last year when Steven Stamkos is slashing Zach Bogosian maliciously behind the net after a play. Like, it's like. You guys are a trash team, and I'm happy that you guys got swept after winning the President's Trophy. You deserve this. Um, I hope you guys never win anything ever again. Well, I mean, to be fair, they're not trash. They're still good. They've no, no, got they're the trash talent. bags. They're, they're just, their they're, personality they're is, they store is garbage. not up to par. That's what they do. They store garbage. Right. That's what they do. That's trash bags. Um, you know, Speaking of things that are trash, Milan Lucic in the Calgary Flames third line. We made it back. I got it back. It all comes full circle. It all comes full circle because Milan Lucic is butt cheeks. See, we had a plan there. We had a plan. We knew what we were doing. No. So the Sabres are potentially, I mean, they have Kyle Oposo and Evan Rodriguez available tonight. I doubt both of them will play. 
because Ralph Kruger did say in the pregame they're going to have 12 skating forwards and seven defensemen in the warm-up, and usually when that happens, it's usually a sign that I mean, it, so Rodriguez maybe is probably not usually a sign, but it's but you know, as of late especially, it's been a sign with okay, they're playing seven defensemen. The, the knee-jerk thing, and you remember a couple of weeks ago, I think it was a Sunday game, yeah, where we were in here for the Bills, mm-hmm. and the team willingly dressed eleven forwards while scratching Curtis Lazar in lieu of an extra defenseman. Yes, mm-hmm. and we were like going off the rails without really it was, thinking about it. It was the Florida then, game, yeah, yeah. They won that game, what, 5-2, to 5-3? to three. Five to two, scored yeah. a yep. couple of goals there. The secondary yep. scoring came back. Mm-hmm. But one of the things you've noticed recently, and Rob Ray alluded to this while he was on with Show Up on the Bulldog this afternoon, um, the type of matchup nightmares it can create for opposition. Hi, if you're willing, how you doing? Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> people are just weird. walking by yeah. in the hallway. I feel weird when people are staring hi. at me. They have no idea that I'm saying this about them right now, but uh, – <laughs> But uh, like it's it's weird when people are just walking by and they're There's they're a, just like staring at us. Very nice beard in my periphery. I'm yes. giving I'm giving play by play right now of us being looked at in the hallway and they have no idea that I'm talking <laughs> some smack about them like that. It's not really smack. They're nice people. They're nice people, but stop creeping me out. I'm really looking forward to tonight's game though because it's a chance for the Sabers to get into the second spot in the Atlantic Division, have the sole possession of second spot. I don't think Florida plays tonight. Maybe they do, and I just overlooked the schedule. But, I mean, you're looking at a chance for Buffalo to to, to put themselves in a really good spot to, to get December started off really well. Because, again, it, it yeah, it was great that they got off to the great start, and then they had the really bad November, and even then the end of the month was better, but the, they cleaned the first it up. part was just they, don't talk to me about it. Yeah, don't but, talk to me about it. But it's one of those situations where they can really start the rebound here, taking advantage of some other teams in the Atlantic playing kind of doo-doo hockey. Tampa Bay has all the talent and hasn't been great. You got a team like Toronto who's been very bad this year. I mean, they fired their head coach, and uh, the other night oh Austin God, Matthews said play? they quit after the, the 3-1 or 4-1 goal or whatever. Four and goals allowed in three last and a half minutes against Philadelphia. Right. Did last you night see they that play from Colorado Kyle? again. Did you see how they lost? The the Jason Spezza play? Oh, yeah, because yeah. he, he oh was standing in Morgan Riley's way, and Riley's like, what are you doing? How pissed would you be and then Val, as a fan if that's how you lose a game? And then Val Nachushkin, who did not score a single goal last year in Dallas, <laughs> and I think he's got three now in Colorado, but he literally just skated and was just like, thank you very much, goes in on a shorthanded breakaway and makes it look easy. Yeah, he's just standing there with no stick, like kind of doing the limbo yeah, just, at the blue line. Just kind of like, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you on the ice right now? Why are you doing this to me? By the way, Florida does not play tonight. They, they not, are no. back in action. Uh, let's see here. NHL, the NHL website is so weird. I mean, I could probably find this to, faster on. Uh, yes, you probably could on my fantasy hockey team. <clears throat> but still, it's a great chance for the Sabers, who have been playing well, to get themselves second in the second spot in the Atlantic Division, where really, again, some of these teams. Saturday, by the way. Saturday. Thank you. Some of these teams were just like. Truth they be should be better too, than the Sabres, but... Truth be told, too, in the Atlantic, that's probably about as far as you're going to get. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Um, Second or third is going to be... But you know what's great about that right now? this year. All of a sudden, yeah, golden, because you're probably getting out of the first round. Right. Like, you have a great chance. If you end up playing Boston, that's terrible. If hey, you end Kessel scored. <laughs> Woohoo! I got it. Um... No, it's just one of those things where, like, th- we, we often chastise it, but now it's the only chance that the Atlantic teams have of making the playoffs. And it's going to be tightly contested throughout the year because two teams are very much underperforming compared to what they were. 
last year, Tampa Bay in particular. And again, the Sabres did a good job banking some points, but now again, the task was last year play some 500 hockey. And lately, 3-1-2 and two in their last six, points in five of their last six. They kind of stabilized things a little bit, and now you just want to see that trend keep going. And you lost to Calgary in a very frustrating way in an overtime game, mm-hmm. and now you want to see that sort of get fixed up. I I still have faith that the Sabres are going to keep things competitive throughout the entire year. Wow. I am an idiot sometimes, but... I believe that they have a proper opportunity to just stay in the race at the very least and make things interesting up until the final weeks of the season. Well, you look at all the charts that Sean Tierney puts out there. Sean Tierney does a great job at charting hockey on Twitter. And the chart is is oftentimes, I mean, right off the bat, it was in the good spots for the Sabres. Yes. And everyone could see it was just like, well, that's likely going to come down because it's just exceeding expectations. And the numbers are in a trend where those or you come were down. Like, or you like me and you were like, How's they, the I hate you? They came down quite a bit, <laughs> and they started looking in some really bad areas. But now they're starting to come up in those areas on those charts where they're just like average or a little above average, which is exactly where you want to be throughout the entire year. And I think and it's exactly where a lot that, of us hoped they be would be. Hey, at least when you look at the standings, the Sabres are a plus two in goal differential. But then you look at the top of the division, Boston is a plus 36. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. Boston is really good. They've won eight straight. Why does it always have to be Boston? Kyle's like, oh, no, here we go again. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let your frustrations be (laughs) known. No, it's not frustration. No, it's me. No, it's just a question. He knows I'm going to be mad. It always happens to center on Boston because David Posternock, 28 games this year, 25 goals. Um, He was the 24th pick in 2014. 23 other guys went before this guy. And nobody. Who they were and where they are right now. A couple of days ago. And and nobody offer sheeted him anyway um boston i didn't do any research but i am recalling from a youtube video from tsn <laughs> bar down i believe they had mentioned at least twice in nhl history that a player has scored 50 goals in 50 games one of which i believe was gretzky yes. that was brett hull and there may have been another one but mario You can count on one hand. That's as, that's as far oh, as yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm, that's right. my guess. Do you think Pasternak has a shot at that this year? 50 goals in 50 games? 25 right 28, now. 28. He's got 25. Jeez. I'm going to say no because I think it's such an incredibly difficult feat to do in today's game. Because Maybe 40 and 40. Scoring is so different from back in the 70s and 80s, but he's got a shot to make it interesting. Yes. If he can if he can score a few more hat tricks and, and really kind of catch up to the game's played pace and then stay that way for a little bit, there's a chance, but I I don't know if we'll ever see a 50-goal score in 50 games ever again in the NHL. I don't NHL. want to be too Boston-centric tonight. Uh, last 60-goal score. Yeah, because that'll, 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 not that'll that bring me into a rage-induced spiral. How about 60? Full year. Oh, yeah. Pasternak this who? year. Stamkos? Stamkos, yeah. yeah. I, I think it was Stamkos in 2011. Or, or, let me just double-check that. Why 60 goals, does it always have to be Boston? You know, you would hope that the Stanley Cup loser would have that typical Stanley Cup hangover, and no, it's not because it's Boston, and we can't have nice things. I mean, it's really just two guys. Just like how the Bills can't win the AFC East listen, because of the team that's stationed in Boston. Listen, and now guys. I, now you got me started. Calm down. Hey, you'll be all right. You're hey, all right. Shh, okay. Listen. Shh, go get some milk. Jack Eichel is on a pace to score over 40 goals this year. Like the, I think that is go. huge. He's, he's, he's also on from a pace. Boston. <laughs> 
Don't 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 care about that. I don't care about that at all. He's on a pace right now to score over 40 goals this year. And not only that, but he could put up easily, I think, 100 points. And if he does that, I, I still think, I mean, heck, even if the Sabres just miss out on the playoff push or whatever, those are type of numbers that usually oftentimes find yourself in the, in the Hart Trophy race. I agree. Jack Eichel could, I think, easily, if he continues the pace that he's at right now, he's on a 10-game point streak right now, 19 points in the last 10 games, which is very good, almost two points per game pace. If he can continue that pace and have every one of those once-in-a-while games where he puts up four points, five points a night, I think he could easily not only get Buffalo in a position to make the playoffs for the first time since 2011, but I think he can also easily be in the heart, in the heart Trophy conversation. I mean, Connor McDavid's probably going to be there, as he usually is. Leon Dreisaitl might. It would be a, a weird oddity that two players from the same team could be there. David Pasternak right now, but, you know, again, let's hypothetically say Jack Eichel keeps this pace up and he helps, and, and we'll say right now, he helps get Buffalo into the playoffs. That's that's like a Taylor Hall season. Because Taylor Hall, when he won the Hart Trophy a few years ago, wasn't the NHL's leading scorer, but he Got helped get the Devils playoffs. back to the playoffs, right. and he was phenomenal throughout the entire season, yep. scoring goals, making plays, doing everything that is possible that to help that team win hockey games. And they got to the playoffs, and he won the, the Hart Trophy as the MVP. If Jack Eichel could do a similar thing this year that Taylor Hall did two years ago, I think easily he can be in the conversation, be at least a finalist, a top three finalist. Yeah, that could happen, especially if the Sabres make the playoffs and break what is currently the longest streak of non-playoff seasons in the league. That would be a fair shot and a really good case for Eichel there. And it's refreshing to see that he is playing that well right now. And mm-hmm. you are kind of getting some scoring. Victor Olsson's showing up on 5-on-5, five five, and uh, he's crushing that narrative back down. Listen, listen, I watched Victor Olsson a lot last year. You a watched, lot. Oh, you watched a lot of Victor Olsson. He was a guy that is taking a very, excuse me, a very similar path what he did in the AHL last year. And Lance Lasowski from the Buffalo News did a really nice job, or was it Lance, or I can't remember who it was, but somebody wrote about it the other day. Somebody. And it was a really well-put-together piece where it kind of just shows, like, okay, he started off the year really hot. It did start on the power play, mostly for Olafson. He did get a few extra goals here and there, not just on the power play, but he was rookie, or he was the rookie of the month last year in the AHL. November, he cooled off quite a bit, and then in December, he exploded again, and then he kept that consistency up throughout the entire year. But not only was it the point production, but it was his role with the team. He was playing key power play minutes. He was key, playing key penalty kill minutes, and we're starting to see the exact same thing start to develop with Olafson here with Ralph Kruger and the Buffalo Sabres. I think that is exactly what we wanted to see from him. If he can keep that up, I still think he can get to 30 goals this year. Olafson's the type of player that with that shot and with his instincts right around the net and being able to put the puck on net, I think he can do it. And by the way, Steven Samkos was the last player to score 60 goals in a season, 2011-12. On the, on the dot, too, right? Gross. On the dot, 60. Ovechkin scored 65 in 2007-8. <laughs> and that dude still puts up 40 goal I, seasons like I'm it's gonna no tell tomorrow. You, uh, and I know we're up against love, the break here OB. shortly, and, and I'll be moving over for, I think, Pat Malacaro, who's going to join next. I will say this. I'm going to say this is my kind of my parting way. Alex Ovechkin is going to break the goal scoring record. I love it. I really think I he it. is. I agree with it. I do because I don't hate it. Because I want it. The type of player he is. Yes, he's a very rough and go kind of player. He's not afraid to throw the body around. He gives it 100 percent, 100 percent of the time. I truly think that if he can continue to score 50 goals for at least 
four more seasons, and then if he plays, what, two or three more years, I think three more years, and he scores at least 25, he's there. He's right around Gretzky's record. I think it can easily pass Gordie Howe. I, I think that's a number that is easily in his sights. And I still think he can beat Wayne Gretzky. As long as he stays healthy and as long as his play continues to be as consistent as it has been for so many years in the NHL, because he's still got one of the best shots in the NHL. He's still one of the more dynamic players, even at his age. I think he's, what, 32, 33 now? But if he can continue to do that for at least four or five more years, I think that record is easily attainable for him. That'd be badass. It really would. And, I I, I mean, Ovechkin's such a fun player to watch in the NHL that – it really would be pretty cool to see that sort of thing. We'll be taking a break here. We've got a rotating cast coming in for this next segment here, probably. By the way, Derek, thank you for having me in for two straight nights on the oh, nightcap. Oh, no problem. And I, I mean, really appreciate that. Hey, I mean, Kyle dragged me here today, so, I mean, that, that we, we've got... <laughs> Yes, yes. It's, you laugh at me as I eat free food. It's a nice committee of people here on the Nightcap. You sum of a bish. <laughs> we, we all love each other here on the Nightcap. We're all enjoying the night. We're all going to enjoy the night. And, uh, and yeah, hopefully the Sabres can get the win, get to second place solely in Is the Atlantic Is this Sabres division. after dark? Yeah. Good. 9 o'clock. I think, I think that 9 o'clock I limit. So, like, Saturday against Vancouver, no, it's not Sabres yeah, after no. dark. Even against Edmonton, that's borderline after dark, but I don't think you can no, consider no, that's that after not, dark. that's not Sabres after Anything dark. Anything 9 o'clock on dark. is Sabres after dark. Yeah. So you get one filling of Sabres after dark this three-game road trip in Western Canada, and that's it. Yeah. I know Sabres Twitter loves Sabres after Sabres dark. Sabres Twitter. I have, I, have tonight. I have unofficially declared it. Sabres after dark on Twitter. Let's go. And more of the nightcap coming up next. Derek Kramer, Kyle Powell, John Simon, Brayton Wilson, Plenty of others coming on the other side of this on WGR. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Second segment here of the nightcap an hour special here with the client christmas party going on in the intercom studios and out there in the uh the sales floor and everything like that Derek kramer kyle powell john simon the cast here with you tonight for this hour of the nightcap and now we're being joined by one of our friends here at this at the stations one of the i would say integral badasses unsung of the group heroes. unsung hero Head of engineering in the Intercom Buffalo area here. It is Al Marenka joining us now on the nightcap. Al, first off, 
What's thank, up, bud? Thank you for the introduction, man. That was awesome. Hey, man, if I, if I can do one thing right, it is that I can be a hype man. So, all right, uh, check's coming later, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> right. So, Al, it's, uh, it's a pretty cool thing, though, to, uh, to be able to get to know the engineers around here. And uh, the people don't get to know you guys often enough. You guys are usually behind the scenes. But, you know, you hear the names all the time. You know, like at the end of the Bills games, you'll hear John Murphy say, you know, Engineers, Al Marenka, Tom Maddy, Nate Jarris, and uh, you know Ben Kaufman. Ben Kaufman. Like you hear, you hear the names, but you never get to actually know them a little bit here, and that's why I was like, you know what? It's it's time to give a little bit of appreciation to to one of the guys that helps save us anytime that something goes wrong. So <laughs> well, I appreciate that, and that's why I do this because I like to stay behind the scenes. Normally, I don't go on the air, you know. And look at that, and and I even said, hey, you feel like coming in, bumping a seat, and you're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so this is fun. So there it is. And uh, so Al, how long have you been at this sort of thing with uh, with the engineering in particular, and uh, how'd you get started with it, man? Um, actually, it, it's a funny story. I've been doing this a long time. This is a uh, I'm in my 35th year. So there you go, I'm man. Old. Um, but uh, my father made me take electronics. Okay. And because uh, he just saw the, my aptitude with, with things around the house. So, and then I did that. I really wanted, believe it or not, to go to work for Moog, figure, you know, do some really cool stuff. Then, uh, you know, I, I applied at a radio station, started working there, and I was like, man, this isn't a job. This is fun. You know, I'm getting paid bonus. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, though, that, that you just find something that you want to do, and the next thing you know, you just run with it. So exactly. you could have been able to tell everyone you're a rocket scientist, Al. <laughs> you really messed up here. No, you know, like I said, <laughs> I'm very humble. So, you know, I, the one thing I will say is I've had the pleasure of being able to work for every single radio station in Western New York. There you go. Now that I came here, I've worked for all of them. And, and we're happy to have you here. So It's a great place. The other thing, though, about it, like, you know, one of the things that you guys end up doing for us is you help the setup with the Bills games, you help with the setups with the Sabres games and everything like that. And being behind the scenes for that sort of thing and being able to be in the press boxes, set everything up, and uh, the scene that you can see every week or every game has got to be a bit more surreal than something like what Kyle and I will do or what John – Kyle and I will do like for this game will be behind the board. Well, it, it is awesome because it almost feels like I'm part of it, you know, even though I'm not, <laughs> but it, it does. And, and I was so excited when I came here to, to be back with the Bills and Sabres. It was a long time at the other place without it. So, help me. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I was wondering if Kyle had any questions. No, I'm just enjoying the All conversation. Right. No, man. it's a, but, uh, you know, one of the bigger things about it, though, is. Throughout our time here in Western New York, these teams have been much maligned. You know, you got to see the height of it with the Sabres, with the Eastern Conference final runs, and the Stanley Cup back in 99, and everything like that, and well, you have some experiences with that. I remember the 76, you know, uh, Stanley Cup finals. There you, you know, go. One of my favorite things were uh, when they had to skate around the ice to get the fog down, because, oh, right. you know, it was they were playing in such a warm time of the year, and the odd didn't have great air conditioning, so it got real foggy. So that was probably one of my most memorable things about the Sabres. And and now you see, a series of the bat too. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. Yeah. That was that was Lorenz, right? Jim yeah. Lorenz that got yeah. it. it was, no, oh, I don't know man. who got it, but it was definitely during the. the it was one of the the, the flyers. Yeah. Yeah, it was McLeish or one of those backwoods guys. Oh, I, thought, I thought Jim Lorenz was the one that whacked it out of the air. No, it was a flyer. And, you sure uh, about that? Yeah, because I remember watching. John, Broad check Street. the text line. Someone might correct us on that. Mm-hmm. No, I remember watching Broad Street Police. It was a flyer. I can't remember. It was McLeish or Barber, one of those guys back from the seventies. And it was a story that was getting told from, obviously, years, years later. This documentary was made. 
it was one of those guys that just came from one of those like I don't even know what the hell that is. Like they were like, dude, you're gonna get rabies. He's like, what's that? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but so Al, like with the memorable moments and being able to set up those sorts of things on the back, the behind the scenes and everything like that. Now you've got the Bills coming into this uh, unprecedented amount of hoopla going on here, and there's callers probably about to help us out with that answer to the question of who hit the bat. Uh, <laughs> but being able to set those things up, and you see the current climate of the teams right now, if both seasons were to end day, both teams would be making the playoffs. I mean, the Sabres a little less ceremoniously. They got off to a hot start, then cold November, and then they ended it well. But you're looking at a, a group here to uh, to see the Bills team in particular almost unprecedented levels of hype, especially for recent times. Well, I think a lot of it is because of the progression the Bills are doing so quickly. I was just expecting, you know, uh, you know, an eight, eight, maybe, you know, nine and seven season and expecting more next year and just watching, you know, the, the guys really just week to week getting better. It's exciting. It really is. I, I think we got a really good chance this year. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun atmosphere. And, you know, I – just counting down the days that we can finally actually talk about a home playoff game. Uh, that'd be something surreal. And to be able to experience that for the first time since, what, 96? That would be yeah. that'd be something to just – the place will – the area around Orchard Park may just be fire. It's that's gonna it's going to be that crazy. It's going to be that much fun. And uh, I can't wait for that sort of experience. And then you'll be able to tell that tale of, you know, what that atmosphere is looking like helping Looks set like that John up. has something to inform us about. So you were right. Boom! We had two people call in and confirm that Jim Lorenz was, in fact, the one who hit the bat. Now, in a Take Flyers that player, Flyers fan took Kyle. the bat and he threw it, up it. And took it off the ice. Yeah. Right? Uh, that I also learned okay. from the. So we're now, halfway there. I think you guys will enjoy this. From the other two callers, I also learned the first one told me he should know that Jim Lorenz is the one that hit the bat because his mother had an affair with Jim Lorenz. <laughs> this is what he told me. Second no, caller told me it. he got an autograph from Jim Lorenz after the game. So, a couple little insider info there. All there right, we go. there we go. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, I was right. Take that, Flyers fan. Uh, Good job. <laughs> hey, man, props. We were half right each way. <laughs> All right. Kyle, you said you had a quiz for us. Yeah, I do. It's a little baby quiz. Babby quiz. Yeah, right. A little babby quiz. We'll, get, we'll wait for John to be set up for that sort of thing. And... Uh, uh, Al can watch me do terrible with the trivia pressure because that's... Truth be told, it shouldn't be that hard. I know, it's one question, but it's like one answer that we need to get, but I'm terrible with the trivia pressure. It was something that you, Brayton, and I were talking about in the first segment, and we were we got on the topic, oh, Jack Eichel and his yes. chances M- winning MVP the MVP chances, yes. And uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl being in the conversation. So I look back in Hart Trophy history, the last there time... There we go. The last time to There's the music quick, I failed to. Two-minute knowledge of looking through Google that... The last time teammates were in the top five in the NHL's heart voting at the end of the year happened to be coming from the team that the Sabres play in an hour and a half. It's the mm. Calgary Flames. Okay. I will give you at least the team. Before we start, I'm surprised that the Flames are the team that are the most recent to have two guys. It, what is it, top five, you said, voting? In the top five. In I the went top back five. a little bit. I, I looked at Crosby Malkin. I double-checked. Like, every time I saw Pitt. Pitt, it was not top five. Yeah. Taze and Kane. You know, a lot of those dynamic duos in the yeah. league. The last one that I could see on record was the Calgary Flames. Yeah, like right. I would have even figured. Like I'm, I told you off air, my first guess would have been Crosby, Malkin. Second would have probably been like the Sedin twins in mm-hmm. the early 20 teens. I would have guessed Stamkos Kucherov. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's become a wonder duo. 
all right, so it's the Calgary Flames, and I mean, I'm not as surprised. I do like they did make the Stanley Cup final in 2004. They should have won it against Tampa Bay, and Jerome McGinley is a thing. Yeah, he was very much a thing. Yeah, for a long time he was very much elite, and uh, he won a Richard Trophy. He is probably one of the better players in the NHL's history, especially with recent history that we got to see. Longest name probably in NHL history too. You ever seen Jerome McGinley's full no. birth name? I've not. While you ponder, I will also look that up. All right. So how's my how's my half guess here that Jerome McGinley is the guy? McGinley's got to be one of. He's got to be Jerome the guy. McGinley is. So now the question becomes, who is the Flames' teammate? I think it. Derek just got it. On the I first might try. have it. Go for it. You you want to take I'm a not stab? Gonna be, I'm not going to be right unless I guess right. So you, I want you to get the glory of getting the first guess. Kyle, they had Mika Kippersoff. Oh my goodness! Yes. Nice. Great job. I would have never that guessed was live the goalie. Ti- that was lifetime real- realization right there. I and saw the light bulb come on <laughs> above your head as we were speaking. In 2003-2004. The cup final team. That's right. Would have Jer- never guessed a goalie. Jerome McGinley finished it. second to Martin St. Louis, who Ended won up the winning cup it. with and the, the lightning yeah. and the heart. Wow. Jerome McGinley, second. 41 goals, 73 points in 81 games. Mika Kiprasov, 24 wins. Out of 38 decisions, 9.33 save percentage, and a 1.69 goals against. He finished fourth. Pretty Pretty, good. Pretty nice. So not bad. And I have Jerome McGinley's full name, by the way. Okay, here we go. Do we have enough time to get it in before the break? Do I have three or four minutes? Yeah, you do. we're okay. (laughs) You do, actually. All right. Jerome McGinley, also known as Jerome Arthur Lay, Adekunle, Tig Jr. Elvis Aginla. You're making this up. I wish I was making you were, that up. You ended up on what you did on your phone while I was realizing that Mika Kiprasov was the goaltender and the MVP candidate. I was and predictive not, texting. Not, yes. Is, you you were just bringing up a random name generator, and then you put Jerome and a Ginla in there. You can show me it all you want. I'm, I'm not going to show it to you. you. He's just shortening it to just Elvis. I was just impressed with the pronunciation. Right. Good job, Kyle. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, let's see here. What the hell am I looking at here? You should have went with Arthur. I don't know. Artie Aginla? Artie Aginla? Artie Iggy? We're going to for the Art Ross every year. Artie Iggy? There you go. You know? Something like that. You know, what about... I don't know. This is such a weird name. I, I, I still don't believe you. <laughs> it's fine by me. It's- I'm choosing ignorance. Elvis is such a, is such a solid <laughs> choice for a name. Could be just Elvis. Like Jerome Elvis Aginla? That's right. strong. So... For Al Marenka being here, guys, uh, and, and in the spirit of Jerome McGinley apparently having this uh, random name, we're going to go ahead and end this segment by giving Al a, uh, a, a Jerome McGinley name. So we'll, we'll start it off here. I'll, I'll start it. Actually, you know what, Kyle? Start it by tossing me by saying well, it's Al. Let me start it with yep. okay. my first yeah, here we name. Go. Here we go. It, my full first name is Alfonso. Yes! Yes! All right. All right, so yes! go from there. All right. So, Al, you'll say your name. I'll go John, Kyle, and then we'll do it twice around. Okay? Okay. Alfonso. Mariano. Salvatore. Richard. Guacamole. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce. Gladys. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Artori. 
I don't. <laughs> I already forgot. Marenko. Oh, Marenko. Yeah, there it is. We did it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Thank so you. I, we didn't even track what it was. So Al, thanks for joining us here, and uh, you know, one of the unsung heroes of our stations, and you know, we wanted to be able to take the time to be able to appreciate you here on the Nightcap tonight. Thank you. I appreciate you putting me on. Of course. And we appreciate everyone listening. We'll be back for one more segment. Pure chaos coming up next. What does that mean? You'll have to find out here on WGR. Seven fifty-two on a Thursday night. It is the intercom corporate Christmas party around these parts. And, uh, you know, (laughs) I don't think Derek was actually kidding when he said that he had something big planned for the final segment because as we went to commercial break, he up and left. And apparently we have him on the phone with John Simon right now, our producer. And he is going to go bring somebody in right now is what I've been hearing. He's out in the common area with the party goers. And Derek has somebody from the station that would like to say something to our listeners. Derek Kramer out here for the nightcap on assignment out on the floor of the Entercom client Christmas party. As a matter of fact, my boss is right here. He has no idea that I'm doing the show on the phone right now, right in front of him, so I might get in trouble. <laughs> so, But look at that. I went near the food table, and I found Sal Capaccio, and uh, they're packing up the food, Sal. How sad are you feeling about this? I just put a piece of pepperoni in my mouth. i got to get some of this before they... Uh... Where they take it. So, yeah, it's a nice client party out here, guys. You're missing it in there. Oh, are you, am I, I thought I was being interviewed by somebody. I guess not. You're just doing the show? Yep. Oh, I didn't realize just, that. Just doing the show right now. Uh, it's completely live and chaotic. There's Pat Malcarl, Paul Hamilton, my boss, Alan Davis. Sal didn't even know he was on the air. Look at that. It's all kinds of chaos. I'm going to go mosey into the dessert area, possibly, and take a peek over there. Because I like cakes and pies and everything of the sort. So, uh, guys, I don't know why. I'm deciding to just continue to walk around there. I just saw Brian Cozio. I'm going to pick him off before he comes in for Sabres pregame. So, here we go. Random stuff here. Hey, Brian, take the phone. It's uh, the next. Am I actually on the air here? Yes, you are. Hello? <laughs> hello? Say hello to everyone, Brian. No one's at home. Let's do that. Guys, I don't know if I've got the greatest connection on the other side of the building. So, Kyle, I'm... We hear you fine. Oh. Nope, keep at it. We hear you fine. Oh, we hear it fine. So, Brian's coming up in just a couple of moments here. Brian, what's your favorite dessert of this party? <laughs> well, normally these cookies are excellent, and I must have gotten over here late. They're gone. I did have the uh, strawberry drizzle cake thing. So, right now, that's my number one vote. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm not able to hear what's going on anymore, but Brian Koziel, who just talked about the strawberry Twizzler cake that I'm going to go snag there, he's up in just a couple of moments uh, for Sabres pregame. Derek Kramer out on the floor here for the nightcap signing off. All right, Derek, we hope to, uh, we hope to have you back for the final two minutes of the show. <laughs> John, I don't know about you, man. That was something. That it's was always something. something with Derek. It's he, always You never something. know what card that cat has up his sleeve. <laughs> We I'm got just people glad you got to go lingering, around. loitering around these halls. All of a sudden, there's probably a phone in their face. I don't even know if he's going to come back in. We got a couple minutes here until we until we sign off ourselves. The door could bust open like the Kool Aid Man in a couple minutes, and Derek may just pop in for the final minute. I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, we got like 90 seconds left, and we'll uh, we'll put it to, to break. Brian will come back with Sabers pregame. 
Anything interesting in your life this week, Kyle? You know, we, we got a, a minute and a half to just kind of, you know, shoot the breeze. My dad turned 50 on Monday. That's a big birthday. You know, he shares a birthday with someone, something. Some things have birthdays? Yep. What's that? My dad is the exact same age as the Buffalo Sabres. Wow. Founders Night, December 2nd, 1969. That is pretty cool. The Sabres were given a franchise, and my dad was given life. Did he go to the game? As, uh, he was you not know, at as the pro- game. All right. Well, he, no. he picked a bad game to miss. He doesn't live in the area. All right. Well, but, then he probably didn't care that he missed the game. Oh, he was excited. When I told him that little snippet, he's 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 a stats guy like me. He was very excited to hear that he had that illustrious honor in his life. Huh. Well, happy bir- happy belated birthday. It's a big to, Al. Uh, to, to Big Al. Another Al mentioned <laughs> Another Al. on the show. We had Al Maranco. Right. We have Al Powell. Happy belated birthday to him. But, yeah, it's been a been a fun day, long day. Prediction, wanna... Score for tonight, what's your prediction? Four two flames. Four two flames. I'm yeah. gonna go four one Sabers. All right, you're a little bit more positive than I am. Jeff I guess Ford tonight. is gonna regret having Johnny Gaudreau skate with Milan Lucic for 12 minutes tonight. <laughs> I think a lot of people are gonna regret that. I think so too. And I hope that nobody listening to this show for the last hour regretted that decision. I surely don't. But with that, that is a sign off from here. Kyle Powell on the nightcap on WGR. Derek Kramer is somewhere. I'll sign off for him. John Simon working the boards for the past hour for us. And Chopin the Bulldog producing today, stepping in for Jody Piazzi. So thanks to him. Brian Koziel is up next with Sabres pregame. Sabres and Flames from the Scotiabank Saddledome just after 9 p.m. here on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.